Interrupting is good. Yeah. I, I feel like I interrupt a lot. You're, you're allowed to interrupt. There's no rules. Did I just interrupt there? Because that was the beginning of the podcast. You were going to start. And I yeah, you interrupted interrupt. me okay. right away. And then go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's four of us in a room. We're at my place. This is Todd. I'm with Joey. Leon's here. And we are with... Good God. His name is very hard to pronounce. Peter. No, just say Peter. 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 And for you guys, it's Wynant, probably. Wynant. <clears throat> yeah, but you actually say this. Peter Wynant. Peter Wynant. Perfect. That's badass. Yeah. Yeah. Peter Wynant is, uh, <laughs> he owns Adapt Skates. <clears throat> you and your girlfriend. Olga. Olga. Yeah. Yes. You are, and, and where do you guys live and run Adapt? We live and run Adapt in Holland. So it's like The Hague, it's close to Rotterdam. And yeah, it's actually close to Amsterdam as well, because it's like only an hour. You know, the country isn't, isn't that big. Yeah. So, but That's I'm actually born in, like, I was born in Belgium. I think my ex-girlfriend has <clears throat> a picture of you guys holding a Better Than yes. Baseball DVD that That's she, me. she brought over yeah. to the, the IMYTA in Amsterdam. That's me. That's awesome. <laughs> That's I, so, that was pre-adapt. Yeah, I like talked her into it. Like, I need this. Because <laughs> I, I talked to Todd about it at the skate park today. Uh, that I didn't feel like I was being... Uh, I could express myself in where I was living in Belgium. Yeah. And actually being going to Holland would actually open up a lot of a lot of doors for me. Yeah. And I could actually see myself going eventually over there. Even if I didn't meet up like with Olga, I would still probably would end up in a way over there because of rollerblading as yeah. more like mature, I think, in a way over there. Yeah. And I was actually like starting to follow you guys and like seeing all the stuff you were doing and it felt natural. Like for me that was like, okay, this feels like how skating should be. So then I, awesome. I, we were sitting there at the station in Amsterdam and I think you're like, it's your ex-girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. She still, was, still they were walking around and I think they asked for directions and then kind of got to like, yeah, my boyfriend is like, Joey was like, wait a minute, <laughs> and then like, what, what's the thing there, you got there, like, and that was better than baseball, so I actually, crazy. Uh, like, talked her into, like, I, I have a store, and I need to promote this, so and I, we actually played it, like, for almost, like, half a year at the store, like, with a big screen, oh, that's awesome, yeah, so yeah, your, yeah. your DVD worked, yeah, hopefully it didn't disintegrate, yeah, well, well, they were such shitty quality <coughs> DVDs, <laughs> like, a lot of them didn't work, <laughs> okay. we had a really <laughs> so bad thing here, so. it was, a, it was the first one, she said, she had one for, a yeah. copy for John Julio, yeah, I think I gave her a few, I would love to ask her, there was, like, a plan, she of, said there were two or something, yeah, there was one of them was going to John, and the other one, like, I don't know. That's so what's what's the word? So uh, not innocent, but like I, making any videos, I always like thought that I just needed to give them to people, and it wasn't yeah. for the sake of like sponsor or anything like that. I just I just knew well, that essentially like John Julio has to see this video. Yeah. Like it was more just like there are people rollerblading in a weird part of the world. You, you probably insane. have never thought. I would see it no like in this way and then actually ending up here 
and even maybe talking to you guys of how skating should be and me creating stuff that is yeah for you guys that's amazing. well it's, i think it's cool that over time we're all kind of starting to find each other people that are yeah have been in it for this amount of time <clears throat> and that we don't necessarily like i don't have a company you don't have a company you kind of do i guess I maybe <laughs> you do. it's leon that's a task you kind of have a company five stores we kind of have a company <laughs> got a company uh, yeah, but it's interesting though because that was pre-internet, and so yeah. that's what I was gonna say. You yeah. couldn't just put it online; it would be like, yeah, you would give well, it. She he gave it to his girlfriend to fly over the ocean actually, with this, to give to certain people. Like this DVD insanity. got attention from like I would show it to my sister. She wasn't in like rollerblading. She helped out every time. Like did websites for me and yeah. went to all the IMRTAs together with me, and she got the vision of what you guys were like doing and that kind of like for me was like okay this is pretty cool what you guys are doing like just on every level it kind of like made sense skating wise it made like sense and it was still like also a bit goofy and, and like yeah, but absolutely but it was playing around yeah. like searching for what what can we do yeah within rollerblading yeah that's that's a huge yeah so that was pretty cool and like yeah I, there's some people who still don't uh, get that point. I'm probably the goofiest, like out of the society, yeah, dude. Especially like yeah, back then. And then I didn't know why, but to just be goofy on skates for the sake of being goofy, I don't know. There's something there that well, I can understand. It's a great, that's a great vehicle to get you to creative tricks is to be goofy. Yeah. To allow yourself to be goofy because from that can come really novel and interesting ideas. The, and the thing that the, that I keep saying about like filming for this video is that some of it's extra goofy because it was on the wrong skates, like that it's, it's performed. Like, if, if you, you mean watch, like a lot of the mushroom wedding stuff, yeah. you watch those yeah. videos like the oh, skates aren't right. Like, Do it, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. and then I yeah. can see it from an else like even within a rollerblading perspective, like yeah, it does. But anything can look really bad when you're first starting to try it. There's some experiments that worked and there's some that didn't. But that's good. I think over time... And those shitty moves can turn into more refined. You know, I, I think like if you try to like convince the aggressive people or whatever to like do this, that's not how I see it. It's like you're doing something else on the wrong equipment. Yeah. Like you had like the aggressive skates yeah. that were actually not built for what you guys were actually doing. Yeah. I think you guys changed your skating and then it took you a while to find the equipment. Totally. You like yeah. figured out the skating, all the tricks, and then all you needed is like the equipment to catch right. up with the vision. Well, even like, and then, yeah. Better than baseball, there was like a large percentage of the stuff that I did was like just rolling. Like, yeah. I didn't actually Man, need... The, the one thing that always is in my head, and it sticks, like, when I'm boosting, is, like, I don't know who was it, but it was this curve, and the music was, like, going like a plane, like a jet fighter sound. I'm thinking on a bowl? Yeah, it was kind of a... Nima? A, a, a bowl? Yeah. Oh, that's in Scotland, and there was a bus 
there was a bus going so, by yeah. when I was yeah. listening to it in my headphones. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I and went up the stairs and then I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Oh, it was you. Yeah. yeah. And it makes this noise of, like, a, a jet or whatever. That and was For me, it was like... This that was real, wasn't it? Yeah. You yeah. didn't dub that in. Well, I, oh, I no, 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 no. The music. The funniest part like, is I was like, that was on headphones or it was really loud. And we realized the bus went by perfectly when that carb happened. And then, again, it's not even on aggressive skates. It's not so much a carb as it is like pretending that you're carving and yeah. you're going kind of slow. Yeah, but yeah. Still, yeah, 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 but still. I like, copied and pasted the sound oh, and okay, then put okay. it over top of the next one too, but it was in reverse, so it sounded like uh, a little bit different. Sound that is was a so bus important. Cool. That just yeah. went by. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's something that always like was stuck in my head. That's so crazy, because like, I think about a lot of old skate videos. I'll watch like VG3, VG4, VG5, some of the hoaxes. It's mm. amazing how many of the sounds were in my memory, more than the visuals. Man, I know like exactly when quotes yes. are coming or how certain tricks sound. It's weird. I even um, have like, when I hear a, a song and it's the first, I hear it the first time in a DVD. Yeah. For example, the last one is like the Razors with, uh, no, Ground Control actually, with Chess Sands, having like this, uh, I don't Mon know, what is it? Mumford and Sons. Yeah, Mumford and Sons. And then you have like the Dre Powell telling like what, like what, and and every time I hear the song again on the radio, oh, there's a it actually yeah. goes into my head. Like I hear all the sounds and yeah. him being in slow mo like through the kink. That's like how I listen to it, and it actually this motivates me again. Like I'm at work listening, and this song pops up, and it's yeah. like, bam, I'm back into skating. Again, like so many things get me back into skating. I love like, when that happens. Yeah, you'll hear yeah, like an old trigger. pop song or something at a pub, and you'll you'll just you'll get crave. That yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to like, go skate, like oh man. Like, <laughs> you want to do a really nice grind, a badass grind on something. There's like some of those. There's a lot of pop songs, kind of like in the late '90s, that got used in videos, like when rap music was at its most commercial, <laughs> in like Joe Navran videos. Oh man. Those had some of the best soundtracks. Yeah. Like the UFC tour video. Yeah. UFC tour video? UFC video. <laughs> 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 Just imagine, like... <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know when it's like... UFC and so on, they always use... Some acronym that starts with you. <laughs> UFC tour video. That's funny, because thinking about... That movie, The, the Royal Tenenbaums? Yeah. UFC tour video. <laughs> UFC tour video where you get sued. Cease and desist on that. Uh, I don't think they'd. Huh? Yeah. Was it better than baseball pre-internet? It wasn't pre-internet. It was kind of no, like... No, no, right. Definitely. They're not pre-internet, no. but pre-YouTube. Well, YouTube, like, it should be pre-internet because I mailed you guys to get the DVD and yeah. I never got an answer back. So. I remember <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> classic, uh... Classic inline skating business. Yeah, oh yeah, we have demand, but no, we don't have supplies. <laughs> I mean, there was YouTube, but there was no way to put like long videos. Nine minutes. Yeah. Nine, nine minutes. Nine minutes was yeah. the max. Yeah. Even there was no video no or anything. I had no idea about the value of YouTube until I had that one. Like I said, there's the one one teacher specifically that told us to start putting our content up. Yeah. And YouTube wasn't. YouTube as it was today, and Vimeo wasn't around in 2006 yeah. or something like that, yeah, 2005. Yeah, probably, yeah. Those DVDs were, there was a bad batch in there. 
this the Cirque yeah. DVD was really good, and the mushroom quality. plating DVD was really good. The problem was like <coughs> the, the bottom case that came loose. Well, the the DVDs were really cheap quality. They were they had like a purple bottom. Purple bottom is never super, good. Super super bad. Don't get a DVD with a purple bottom. And the case. Oh yeah. It was two DVDs, and like most of them, the DVD came out. Oh, those one with the the one to print with the foot. Yeah, that was my foot. Yeah. 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 Words. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Did you guys what? have them made in like cantaloupes or something? No. Where did we? Vancouver. We really? got them made by like this company that seemed so professional, but you just knew it was something so sketchy. Like yeah. they just they said they sent them so get, many different times and said that they like always get a demo tracking copy. number on. Yeah. Or better yet, don't pick a DVD amazing. and just put your video DVD. Are companies still making DVDs? I made a DVD. Yeah. yeah. I still have your I give it Imagine Blade Shun. And it's the way that you made them are pretty good, how it's like the small digipack. Is pretty yeah, cool. I just throw it in a box, cool. kind of like what a Razor's does. Yeah. I put the DVD, like an instructional DVD, kind of. That's pretty cool. I just never, I never, I have a book full of like good skate DVDs. Mm -hmm. I never choose to take a DVD and put I it in. I never. I do. just give you. I, buy every DVD almost that comes out. Really? Yeah. And I collect them all. Like and you I watch, watch them I watch them all the time. Like Olga would make dinner. Oh yeah. I'll put in like DVD. Even just for music and the skating noises. Because it's, it's motivating. So the quality is way better. It is. It's yeah. way better. Yeah it is. Like I was impressed on the ground control. That actually like I like that one. Yeah. And sometimes like Valo four I would uh, do like I don't know, I, I think I must have played it for about a hundred times and watched it a hundred times. Four. Yeah, because I'm in it in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Oh, you are? Yeah, just Sweet. rolling. I'm nice. just rolling and I think John is next to me, like we're oh, rolling shit. just on the street. You're if like, only he, he knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remind me of my, myself that I've, I came from like a huge fan of rollerblading <coughs> first. like. I bought, I used to buy every single yeah. video and I tried to keep up and then there was just a, a point know. where I don't know if I'm, if I've seen too much or if I, my opinion of it has changed a lot or I'm not into aggressive skating as much. Maybe but lost I, a bit of the, the... I try and keep up. You lost a bit of the magic around it? Around aggressive doesn't surprise me as much, although I, I did really like the new Volo video, but like ground control and Volo 4, they didn't like do a lot for me but it could mm -hmm. just be the way that I see skating you think it's because of like you're getting a bit older and then like because um, I, I wasn't like a kind of position like this as well like when I was younger uh, like I was into all the magazines and like would read them all over all of the time like a daily bread would come in and I would read it and then read it again and then like I still read them like it actually makes me more aware of what's going on and what happened because if you like I, I got all the old daily breads out from like Leon his closet again and just like start go through. yeah they're going. amazing yeah and then you actually like good stuff in there. you you can link more stuff to each other like oh yeah that's how it worked like and then you actually get a, an entire view of how the industry was working but at, like at the time you were too young to like yeah. You were looking at pictures and the pros and you would believe everything they were saying. Yeah, there's a new the, perspective that yeah, you get. Yeah, and now back. you understand, like, 
everything actually and then you look like for you get example, a lot of good, good ideas like I, I thought second regime was like skater owned <laughs> it's it wasn't like yeah, it was like power slide yeah now it's easier to connect the dots yeah and then now you know all this information of like was it it was oh, actually so I have funny. the magazine in the car I just read it like today on the toilet I was like uh, I was flipping through and I was like reading this and the interview like and I was like what and I didn't know and it was one of the things I still like now I know I know something more you know, so that would have been Power Slide giving them a little <coughs> bit of money to start. Yeah, they the actually had like a budget, like um, the, they had like a team, and they weren't in control of their money. Crazy. So yeah. was this? So that's actually quite often. Like you would be amazed on how many companies or like they say they are the like the owners, but they're actually not. Like me and Olga have the company on our name, but. I think we're scaling one. Oh, so how much how much bigger would Adapt be if, if you just told Julian Bod to tell everyone that he owned Adapt? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just ride for Adapt. I I make the skates in my basement. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that, be smart marketing. You can yeah. have that. Thanks. <laughs> this is pretty amazing. Skater owned, real like real skater owned. You make skates. Yeah, and and um, and and you run rollerblading shops. This is crazy. We don't have. I I don't have the balls. I wish I did. I haven't. I haven't. We run mushroomblading.com. We like you guys. We run you guys very, everyone serves like a big purpose to the big picture. You can't say who is like more than the other. But yeah. we have a very low risk venture. But it, on, but it, no, you <laughs> first isn't like. <laughs> I, I, I've about those my feelings that I like. <laughs> we're not in, we're not involved in like we don't sell anything. That's the main difference. But I think we're very successful at what we do, and we're doing exactly what we want to be doing within rollerblading. You're sticking to the idea of we have demands, but we don't supply. Yeah, we don't we don't sell anything. We yeah, like we are a company that gives everything away. It's a terrible business model, but it's a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> and we don't have to. Pro yeah, we don't have to provide a physical thing. We're. It's good that the internet. You could just put something up. <coughs> yeah, providing DVDs. We're givers. We're a ch we're a nonprofit yeah. organization. Yeah. A charity. Yeah. Cool. That <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> no, but it's like you guys give a lot to the. You probably don't even realize how much this actually influences the skating and the direction that people would skate and the equipment that's gonna come out of it. I think yeah. people I would probably people would be okay if we stopped making videos and just did podcasts, but they're stuck with the videos. Even yeah. if they don't like it, even if you hate <laughs> they, it, they still they still it's going to seep into your subconscious yeah. over the next yeah. decade, and it's gonna change the way you feel. Exactly, like if you someone needs to be that clown that the, yeah, takes the, it to the next level. The biggest thing is that that I like to reiterate over and over and over again is I've been into this goddamn bullshit for it's not bullshit. Twenty years. Twenty years almost now. So there is some value in things that I say mm -hmm. or things that Todd might say and I don't you guys have been in it for a long time too. Mm -hmm. Thinking and talking about skating and watching like that what's that Malcolm Gladwell thing about putting in your ten thousand hours or whatever? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what we you told yeah, me that, about this. That actually, that makes sense for me. Yeah. Like, you get to a point where you've been in in this so long, and you kind of like if you're over this ten thousand hours thing, you're like you know you're stuck. a wizard. This yeah, then yeah, you're a the, wizard. Yeah, there is <clears throat> there is some. There's probably something to be said about the wizard at yeah. ten thousand hours. I'm actually. Uh, I'm not a wizard anymore. No? No. <laughs> you gave it up? No, I'm... Oh, you've gone I'm up? I'm the, the white. Actually... White wizard. I've, I've gone to white, white wizard. <laughs> white wizard I think. Yeah. I think... <laughs> he shaved his head and... Well, if you get to the white, if you can make a skate and go skate on it, that's pretty... That's fucking up there. That's you know, it's like, you know what, what it actually is, like... Um, I want I want skating to still have this um, how do you say it magical thing Mm -hmm. and I think that's what I'm like chasing after like I want skating to be the same feeling I actually slept with my Bauer FX front sides when I had them like Like on your feet? no like just they were next to my pillow (laughs) because of like how I love technology and that actually, I never thought about it. Like I, I, I thought it was like, yeah, I'm 100% skater. I want to be like a pro. But actually, that was not my purpose. Yeah. It was crazy. actually the purpose in my life. That's why I would, I would go to the toilet and it's, I would read all the magazines always on the toilet. And that I get out of the toilet, I got ideas. And that's actually how it works nowadays. So I'm getting inspired by uh, cars these days. So, Olga got me a sus- uh, subscription on yeah. Top Gear magazine. Yeah. So a magazine comes in. I, I go to the, to the toilet. <laughs> I go to the toilet and she leaves me alone for like an hour or, or two hours. I sit on the toilet. For two hours? Yeah. Do you have your pants down when you're sitting on the yeah, toilet? Yeah, I'm, I'm like going actually to the toilet and then I'll you sit there. You just keep sitting there. Yeah, and just go to the magazine. I've heard a lot about this. And all these like, because for the industry doesn't provide me any it's for me it's done it doesn't give me any more things that I, that I can learn from at all like it's all done it's all yeah. now it's nowadays there there aren't creators it's all china or whatever but it's more they are creating images and that's what they're trying to sell but they're actually not like a chemist or you do wheels and they just buy wheels from a company and they get the cheapest ones and they're not actually getting into the art form of how 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 the hell can you understand a product if you don't make it how the hell can you understand how if you don't know how a body works how the hell can you make a boot for it and that's I think what adapt is trying to figure out as we go along to figure out how the body works you know it's not normal that your legs like go in the morning that's because of bad skate design yeah period that's it yeah if if I would have adapt before it would be for me I think it would be a better experience it would be create a better skater um, more joy like how many times have I been frustrated over the years with bad skates, bad setups? Yeah. Also, like, also the magic, like the magic of the the new skate comes out. Yeah. 
And that's like, whoa, like the first Majestic. Oh my God. You saw it in the page. It's like, oh my God, like this is it. And then the, the fifth element, me and Leon talked about it actually. Like mm. the fifth like the fifth element. They chose like, the game. <clears throat> that's like, whoa. And that's what I <clears throat> like try to capture again. Because that's lost. That's gone. Like with the internet, it's like, okay, yeah, <clears throat> the new Frankies, and they're cool, and everything is cool. Like, I love every brand, I don't care, but the, the spark is gone. Yeah, definitely. And I want to I wanna create something that creates the spark again. Like, people would actually yeah. be like, yes, I get a product made for me, and actually people that really listen or in a way we li we try to listen but you can't listen to everybody you know if best, sorry sorry to interrupt no, 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 no. I don't want to talk too much but best comparison is when you make a skate park by skaters like if a skater like a skateboarder builds a skate park it's going to be good versus hiring a construction company to build mm -hmm. a skate park yeah exactly and that's what's yeah. happening in the industry like yeah there's tons of companies but no one is actually a skater making it and like the final, like you're a skater's help. Yeah. And the, the people making, it seems like a lot of the people that are making skates are not passionate about making the product. Yeah. Like you said, they're passionate about the marketing yeah. behind the product. And they shouldn't be the people running the company. They should be the people working in the marketing of yeah. the skate company. And like you, it, these people are passionate about the lifestyle, about mm -hmm. skating, but the product that they're creating is like secondary. Yeah. To, to that. And they actually and totally backwards. One of the big flaws in the industry is to like what I think of the industry is actually they listen to the team. <laughs> yeah. And the team and is fucking retards. Like, <laughs> you, you, you can I don't no 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 <laughs> No but like in a in a way to a team can give you great input because like I don't do like double sets 540s anymore or like they go a lot bigger than I ever did or whatever and they could like give you how, how the skate feels and then give input like in like if they tell it should feel a bit more like this like actually Junior Bar is pretty good in this like he actually tells me like, how can we make it a bit more maybe like this or this or this? So that's, I was like pretty amazed by him giving me input. Well, that was a good uh, point you had because he was there with Tom Heiser. Like he was the first one to try 72 millimeter wheels. Yeah. He was a very experimental skater. Like he was there when physics started. Oh, he, like he's he not was... afraid. He had Epoch as well. Yeah. He, like he, he was like, he's not afraid. Why would you like, in the time being, decide to go with the M1 72 millimeter wheel. He's like, all right. Or that's at least what I like. Oh get. yeah, Did, was, he, was yeah. his name on it? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It was his wheel. Were those the wheels on your... No. What? No, 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 no. What that was before, on, before. What were the wheels on your skates today? Were those M1? Or what were no, those? Sebo. Those were Sebo wheels? Those blue? Yeah, yeah. Well, the SI wheels, same as you. Oh, blue, blue technology. Blue. Yeah, blue technology. Blue technology. I'm probably gonna go on the green try technology. yellow. Oh, green, yeah, those are pretty good as well. Yeah. Yellow is still like 
Yeah, the main technology never... these days. <laughs> Does Julian skate flat? Uh, I know he used to. He is, he, I think he tried with like the the Caltech frames. He was skating flat, and then now he's skating creates. Uh, and he, I think he has like the the, the blocks in, in like the middle. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're gonna make a frame for him. So. That's awesome that you're gonna make a frame. Yeah, I'm gonna. We're gonna make a frame for him, and that gonna that's gonna be flat. Yeah. And actually. I hope it turns out. If it doesn't turn out how it should be turning out, then I'm not gonna do it, because I'm not like I don't wanna make money from a product I don't believe in. And we're gonna build it like it. It should be like working as a flat frame and be as simple as possible, not weird shapes and stuff. Yeah. Like if you think about it, everybody takes out. They wanna create like a frame. Oh, it's perfect for flat, and then they take out material in the middle where you should actually have all the material you need to like have um, the more like uh, plastic you have in the middle the further you are from the wheels so like why the hell would you take out plastic and like create a flat frame for a day and like oh yeah the frames are like they're, I'm getting a good groove and then bam it's done it is funny that it hasn't been it's so sim it's actually it's, so simple. But it hasn't been done yet. But it's, I don't I don't get like why. all these companies trying to make it where it's like people are the concepts are too big and they haven't been tested enough or something. I try everything. I've tried to try everything. I didn't try slim lines and those uh, ones that a Kaiser element. I didn't try those ones. But yeah. <laughs> they all got into Celtic friends. Um to be honest they, you can make them work a bit, but you have to like adjust yourself to, yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. like uh, I like the feel when I do like a Royale, I can actually go all the way, like lean on yeah. it. The Celtic would allow it for a couple of days on street if you go all out a day or two, and it's not to talk about like it's a very solid frame and that's a good feel. It's a good. I actually like skated it like when before I moved. Oh uh, yeah, like visit to Canada, and I kind of enjoyed it on the roll and stuff. But like, I don't like the fact that they go like make cheaper. Uh, like the first they had the metal spacers, and now it's plastic spacers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all that yeah. kind of stuff. That's for me. That's a bit weird. Uh, they probably would have their reasons for it. So I don't like to like every brand has its you know, creator in a way and his division. So yeah. I, I don't want to like say it's my personal opinion. Yeah. And I actually told him uh, about it. I actually contacted him after skating the frame. And I know I'm not a pro, so like whatever, if, if their team does good with it, you know, it's, it's, if it's good for them, that's, that's good, you know. But for me, it's not what I want, and I kind of am bothered with. It annoys me that every frame I try and I try them all, and the closest one to being a good frame is a stock follow frame. Oh, so you agree? With yeah, that? I agree one hundred percent. Yeah, it's but a there's a lot of people. But I. So I gotta raise the price on those frames. <laughs> I think right now. Well, like, the thing is, it's, 
it's, so. it's probably by accident. Yeah, the like they created this and they were like, oh, let's make thick wall. I'm I'm just saying stuff out of my head. Like I'm not. Well, yeah, well, yeah, they like, weren't trying to make yeah. a flat. A it was just like, well, we need to make it a stock. Yeah, frame yeah, yeah. yeah. And the actually, they created kind of like the best frame for now yeah. to it's scale really flat. flat. But again, you can see it was not meant to be this way because they'd taken out a lot of plastic in the middle part yeah. where you should if they would have left it go straight through all the way oh yeah that would be sick like those Ta-da. thick walls you can be on your royale like oh like yeah the, like the walls go yeah. all yeah. the way through yeah i think how it would feel having that like thick wall kind of yeah and, and, and then it would last for they did feel they felt a lot like for solidity they felt a lot like ables on the roll ables i just i couldn't make those work ever the angle yeah they were good for some things and yeah cable frames it was a good idea it was a good yeah, idea it was, it was, it was. Kind and of it was something different as well like yeah. you, you're allowed to try different stuff yeah sure you have to give them that <laughs> yeah as, as a brand it was <laughs> this, this actually brings cable. me to, to like a different part like they never announced they were stopping the, like they were going to quit with making frames like some oh, some yeah. like the, i think only mind game like said like okay this this is it like we're gonna stop like they had an announcement yeah like thank you guys whatever and all the other com- companies are like Shh, and they're <laughs> gone yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you wonder like are those still around aggressive <laughs> a long history of disappointment <laughs> 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 and that's an ender right there <laughs> it's true though like I, I really like how you said um, the idea of being a pro I remember when you're young and you think of your goals in skating or I think of my own goals in skating it's like I want to be a I want to skate and be in videos and I want to make videos and then yeah. I just when you when you get older you realize like oh shit I am really enthusiastic about trying like different skate technology and then you realize that you're into skating for different reasons than you thought you were beginning so I think I love that there's people like you involved in skating because that's a really important thing instead of like trying to make the best section still yeah you're obsessing over the way a skate feels or the way a frame feels and it's like to have people experimenting with all that stuff, that's when the good shit's gonna come out. Yeah. It's not gonna be someone who maybe skates once in a while or haven't skated in a couple yeah, years. You can't day, be a fan of every day. <laughs> you can't be a fan of skating if you haven't skated in years. Yeah, you just can't. You, got, you gotta live it. Yeah. yeah, I think for me it's, it's even. I struggle I with that it. too. I feel like I don't skate enough, but I try as much as possible. But. But you don't have to skate every day. You still check roller news every day. You still like very yeah. involved. Well, I, yeah. yeah, indeed. I yep. think it's more than skating now. I, it like, was for me the biggest struggle was when I continued to over identify with aggressive skating, uh-huh. and it was as soon as I started trying different types of skates. That's when it really opened up. It's like, oh, I can go skating, and I don't have to feel guilty that I didn't go to the skate park. Yeah, that's when it started to open up. That's I think actually that's how we all started. Is, yeah. Like being on your own and whatever, and then just having the feel of rolling around. And like for me, it's kind of meditation. Mm-hmm. You know, if I don't skate for a week, um, like you don't want to be around me. Like I don't feel. I don't like. I need skating. Like in the winter, me and Olga 
go crazy. Like winter's tough. Yeah, it is. I haven't figured it out. Skiing is so expensive to get into that I just. Yeah, I don't want to go get into skiing because I'm afraid I would like torn, like get something broken or whatever, and then I wouldn't be able to like go skating. So I'm always like skating is the main thing. Whatever, whatever I I do, it's always for skating. You have a bad knee. Yeah, I actually had. uh, Seven or eight years ago, I had a motorcycle accident, and I shattered my knee and uh, my foot tore in half. So they had to, yeah, they had to reconstruct it with pins, and uh, yeah, the knee is actually the year before I like um, like twisted it in a really bad way in at Winter Clash, and then I I was out for I don't know two to three months and I had to like get back into it because my muscles would like disappear a bit you know and I, I didn't have any power to like jump and do stuff so I was getting back into it again and then I had the motorcycle accident and like that was like almost the end like yeah I was doing driving quite fast and I just <laughs> went straight into a car my motorcycle was split in half yeah so it's good that you're well, still here yeah I was actually like for a long time in a wheelchair and I couldn't like do stuff and that was actually a difficult time for me that's when I decided to open up a store and because I wasn't uh, people told me like doctors would say I, w- I w- will not be able to like walk perfect anymore and go skating anymore and for me that was like it's like your life is at that point it's over because you invested like not money wise you invested your life it's like you you build up something you put all your dedication into it and then it's like it gets taken from you so that was a real difficult time for me it was in the summer as well and I would just lay in the bed and look at out of the window and just my head with my dreams were still there so I actually didn't agree with my body my body said like yeah it's done and my mind didn't agree with it so I actually like started emailing uh, Yukon like Jochen Schmuda and uh, different companies like hey guys I want to do something for rollerblading I want to start up a, sh- a shop so I quit my job without even knowing I could like even run a store and I was like I'm gonna do a shop and I I actually like in, in two months I had a store a big store in the city two built uh, two floors high with all skates and stuff and it actually went <laughs> in what city <clears throat> yeah it's called Alst it's like um, uh, in, in Belgium like it's yeah but I, I never thought like the, the scene was like, I was trying to do more for them. And I don't think they ever like understood what I was trying to go for. Like they, they would always like try and like get in between and like share their visions or ideas. But actually I, I wasn't feeling like they were doing like on a global view, like actually like yeah, do you hear a lot from Belgian skaters? No. Is that where uh, that Severide is from? Well, he actually skated for me at first. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I got all of them like sponsors. Like they were all skating for razors in the beginning. Yeah. Because like Andy came to my house and we were building up like a connection. So I got like a lot of them on, on a brand to skate. Yeah. And I would like to like I, I wanted to take care of them, like as a a good sponsor. And as Stan Buchhorst was skating for me as well. So it was pretty, and Roman Abrad was skating for oh, me. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was trying to like look out a bit for them in the way I could, you know. Yeah. Um, and after that, it like uh, Winter Clash, the skate park burned down. And I actually, the day before. Yeah, that was, that yeah. was. And I invested weird. quite a lot and I brought stuff over there to the skate park um, to. Uh, I had a boot over there and I was like, yeah. With, together with Yo-Yo, like I was sponsoring a bit of the event, and uh, I had the opportunity to like bring a lot of stuff over there because I was from Belgium, and other shops would have like put a a, a a car full of stuff and drive over there. So I was already from over there. So I would put a lot of uh, stuff from my store in the skate park, and it burned down. That was so weird that that the happened. day before the day before. the day before yeah. So I lost half of my store. Wow in that fire and that actually got me to the point of okay what should I do like I didn't want to leave rollerblading and my dream behind so I actually got to the point that I needed to have like somebody to help me out a bit and at the time there was this guy who um, probably wanted to own a store or whatever own a clubhouse and I, I thought he was like a good friend and his dad was yeah, like rich. So he invested together like, hey, we should do the store together. And I was like, in the beginning, I was like, uh, I didn't actually want to do it because it was my idea, my store. And in the end, I did it for rollerblading. I was like, okay, it's, it, this has to be done. Otherwise I might lose the store. So we did this and he actually, in the beginning, he, came to visit a couple of times but we actually didn't have good rules about how we were gonna make it work together like is there even room for two guys in the store or whatever like I, I could manage on my own a bit like yeah. um, so I was kind of like yeah I was having a difficult time with it and then the idea came uh, to build a skate park and we actually like in a short time we decided to like I was trying to find out ways to get money and uh, maybe an investor to build up a skate park because Belgium was like, like we had one skate park that was it indoor and coming from in the beginning in the back in the days from twenty to over twenty five skate parks indoor, in it was a really small country, like there was like now we have we had only one so I was like okay I'm, I want to build something for the community I want to do something good, so again we got like talking with this guy uh, and his rich dad about okay let's do a skate park so I kind of like invested my knowledge and my like actually like giving up like my store to go to a skate park and opening up the store over there as well so it all seemed like going pretty good and I was like like yeah okay we're gonna have a cool skate park and then it all turned so bad it's like it actually actually me doing a depth with Olga is like 
I shouldn't be doing anything at all for this industry. Um, it turned so bad, I lost everything with this because of the bad investors and never trust a so-called friend in rollerblading, never. Because it's like uh, the first winter clash, I, I asked him like, not the first winter clash, but the first winter clash when we had the skate park. I asked him, yo, so you want to go to the skate park, uh, to the winter clash and like, as a, as a, as partners, as companions, you know, and he's like, yeah, I don't know if I want to go, uh, I'll see, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I have to check my girlfriend, with my girlfriend. I was like, okay, whatever, like, me and Olga are going, so, you know, if you want to go, you know, you can come with us. So, no, I don't know, I don't know. Day after, my team rider says, like, so, yeah, uh, the guy, I'm not going to say his name, it's not worth it. Um, yeah, this guy is going to uh, Winter Clash, so he's going, like, are you guys going? I was like, what? Huh? He's going? He's like my like partner, we're working together. And now, like, behind my back, he's telling he's going. I was like, okay, weird. So I was like, whatever, I'll just go with Olga. So we went over there, and yeah, he turned up. Like, uh, yeah, being like, hanging out, being the cool guy, drinking a lot of beer. And I was always being professional about my career in rollerblading. You know, I wanted, I didn't want to make it look bad, so I always like, was like real strict on stuff. And um, so I actually got him to the VIP room because he, yo, he, he couldn't get in from like Yo-Yo because he was basically a nobody in our industry. I was like, why the hell would he go into the VIP room? I was like, yeah, he's with me. He can go. Like he got the bracelet and whatever. And actually, it was the guy from Razor's France at the time came to me that day and he said, so Peter, you know this guy uh, that is like, he's, he's telling all over the place like weird stuff about you. And like, he's telling like the skate park and everything is his and it's his dad. And I was like, what? Like, I felt so betrayed, like every Every contact I had, like working for it, making the best possible way to, to uh, talk to Andy from Razors and make, building up all these contacts and being real to them. And this guy comes in with his rich daddy story, like ruining all of the stuff for me. And the company's coming to me like, who the fuck is this guy? why the hell are you partners like you're working together with this guy and i was like that actually like like he was pretty drunk that day and he came to me like oh yeah 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 like uh i don't know i was like too i couldn't respond even to him because i was like you know it's in your head and it's like your head is boiling you know it's like are there actually people like this why the why the hell i I lost all the magic in my life that yeah. day. I was a believer in, in people yeah. and like in the good and I lost it all, like lost it completely. And I was like in one week, I did, decided to leave everything behind. I just, wow. in the night, I would pack up all my stuff together with Olga, my sister, pack up everything because I was living at the skate park. There was like a, a house next to next to it and in the night he wouldn't even know like i was fed up with it i was like fuck this guy 
um, I don't need this. So yeah. we would pack up and like, and Olga was like, are you sure? Like, but she trusted me. She was like, yeah, okay, if you go with your feelings. <clears throat> so I went out of the thing and I like, I left a note, like a, a letter to the team. I put it online. I, like I, I took the website offline because it was basically my creation together with my sister. I said like, no, they're not gonna get the website, you know. Um, so I actually like took the, I put the, the, the website offline and put like the, an, a note towards the people that actually worked with me, like saying thank you for all the trust and years, what you did for me. And then I said to the writers, that were like kind of my family, like the guys I was taking care of, <clears throat> like thank you guys for like everything and the trust. And I was, I, I thought it would go different. I thought it would be like people will realize I was the one putting a lot of work into like the scene and stuff and trying to put everything on the line and it actually blew up in my face. Like, like for me, Belgium is dead. The scene, that it's non-existent. What they are doing is like, whatever, I don't care. Like, if they would order that, we would say, fuck off. We, don't, we, we wouldn't even sell them. <laughs> like, I don't mind, we'll send you the money back. Order them, well, you'll get it back. Like, I think I have, Five friends, maybe. I have Sven Bukhorst being a real cool guy about it. He actually supported me, like, a lot. Um, Is I he have from Belgium? Holland. Holland, yeah. I have Roman Abrat being a really cool guy about it. He's, like, always being really friendly and stuff. Um, yeah. Some of the other guys are cool with it. Like, they now say, say hello to me. And kind of in a way I, I left and maybe they felt like I left them behind. I don't know what actually is a deal, but all the other guys were like going on the forums and talking so much nonsense and shit about me without even knowing what I've like been through and losing my, actually my dream. And like, if you don't have a dream in life, like what, what the hell are you doing? Like, you know, if you don't have a vision, like, this is what I need, you know, rollerblading was everything for me. And now it, like, stupid people took it away from me. And at the same time, my dad died. And like, all this Jeez. crazy shit. Yeah, and I, we even lost the, the house too. Like, he got married, he was really sick. He got married, um, <clears throat> like, a, maybe a week or a month before. And then he died. And the, she actually had a new uh, will and he signed it with like his name. <coughs> Sorry, I need some water. He signed it with like his. Oh yeah, I was gonna Yeah, he signed it with it like his name, like not even his actual, almost like his name, because he was so sick. And it was actually stating that everything would almost go to her. And we were like, well, fuck it. I, we don't need it. Like whatever, whatever. This is like that year was so. <coughs> thank God I had Olga. To like, I went. I I moved to Holland. Yeah. Like straight away. How? Like, like, okay. All this experience. How do you go from that to? You would think that <clears throat> that there would be so much 
uh, sour emotion towards rollerblading. Yeah. And then you did the craziest thing you could possibly do yeah. in the future, which is make skates. Yeah. Well, I think I before uh, after Winter Clash, I come back into the skate park and I went to sleep and I woke up with a dream. And I actually, the, in the dream was the name Adapt. And I said, okay, I'm gonna leave this behind and I'm gonna start up the most badass thing ever. And nobody is gonna take it from me. And this will actually, it's not about Belgium anymore. Like I, w I was outgrown this part. And yeah. it was not about yeah. Europe. It was about me showing and sharing a vision yeah towards what towards the world actually that's where i want to go thanks well then it's with all that stuff happening i mean you wouldn't be at this place at looking back on all those experiences yeah you you may not have gotten to adapt if you were still running a skate park in a show <coughs> in belgium you may have you thought but it would have taken longer yeah it was the i had the idea when i was younger like it was my ultimate dream yeah to have an own skate um, so I don't know what what direction it would have might taken if I actually kept the, the park and everything turned out great I didn't I don't know if it would have gone to adapt but actually like Olga being on my skate team actually turned out into having a relation with Olga which is yeah like pretty cool because she skates every day and I skate every day and it's like all we do is like, we, we're always on the same level, on everything. It's like, she's all, almost like my twin. <clears throat> so it's pretty cool. And she giving me 100% in, of trust in what I do. Yeah. I, after this, after everything happened, I disappeared for two years. Not, almost not contacting my family, um, just being with Olga, and no internet. Like I was on that nothing. I, I no Facebook. I removed everything. And the only thing I did was that was actually quite funny how I started that. I had the idea of okay, I need to build my way up. I need to go to a wheel. I need to go to bearings. I need to go to go to frame and then I'll make the boot. That was the plan. And I gave myself five years. I actually see myself now sitting with Olga and the fan and saying okay are we gonna do this and she was like because she was still like I don't want to say a rookie but she she was like entire it was entirely new world for her I was already dealing with like more of this like with companies and whatever so for her she was still in school like well uh, university yeah. and for her she was like I think she was like in love with me you know there was like uh, and she was like sure I'll follow you everywhere and that's like what I need you know you, you can feel this and it's like all right we'll make it happen like give us five years and I love those moments yeah they, yeah they're, they're like, those are the best and but and also like high the, life are we gonna do this there's like there yeah. is that fucking weird point yeah where it's Go not like it. a business just just like, jump do it you need to make that decision yeah, yeah. Like, are we going to do this? And yeah. it's always so awesome. Yeah. And actually, it was quite funny because we weren't together at the moment. And I, I felt this, like, connection. 
and I said like, you and me, we're gonna make this company. And she was like, okay, okay, we're gonna do this. And in my head was like, right on, no, no we're, I'm gonna go for it. I love that. Yeah. So like where ideas actually turn into physical <clears throat> yeah. things. And the that, then it got into a roller coaster. Cause it was like, first idea was like yeah I'm gonna do it in my garage and like mm, I'll, I'll, I was like trying to find out to the internet how should I like make all this stuff whatever and I, I worked before yeah. for a bike company so I knew about carbon fibers I knew about what I could do and like all this stuff but I hadn't like have any experience with like boots and stuff so, you know that's like a different level you know so I moved to Holland and actually at a party at her parents' house. <clears throat> Sorry. So podcasts are podcasts are really hard. <laughs> so yeah. <clears throat> we we went to a party at her parents. And this a friend of her parents came to me and was like I told him the, the idea, yeah, like I want to do this skate company and first I'm going to make like a wheel or a frame and he was like, yeah, you should uh, meet up with this guy, I'm not going to say the name because it's my actual boss where okay, I work, yeah. so um, you should meet up with this guy, like he makes like crazy bikes and stuff and he's like into like inline skating or whatever, I was like, cool, but I, I, the guy was obviously drunk. So like whatever, and Olga was like, "I'll write down the address." Yes. <clears throat> what is? Is it girls that girls have common sense? What? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, she wrote it. I, that the other yeah. I don't know if, if that was like my girlfriend or someone. Just like, they just said so casually. It's because girls have common sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, God, that's damn it. it. It's true. <laughs> anyway. So she wrote it down, and then I was like being back and forth to Belgium, going to Holland, like in the middle of, yeah, whatever. And I was like um, drawing frames and stuff. I was into the frames. And, like the wheels were like, okay, the wheels will come later and I'll, I'll do the frames first. So I was drawing, but actually like on paper and I, I bought like this uh, thing where you can actually like measure, do measurements or whatever. It was pretty like a rookie, you know. <clears throat> so um, I kind of, got this dream again like being at a factory with like skating and stuff I was like I woke up and I was like yeah I have to like write an email to this guy so I wrote an email like hey uh, I checked out his website had like a, a small website with basic stuff he was doing like the bike frames and he actually had like some speed skates on there but not all like cool stuff or whatever <clears throat> so I wrote him an email Ex like telling like an email like in so big with my entire vision why it's like yeah it needs to be like the Bugatti Veyron under like in skating and I, I that's what I want to create and the guy probably thought like he read the email but he never responded to it because <laughs> so sometimes it's hard to, hard to open with yeah yeah ones. yeah I was like, why isn't he responding? This is like, this is going to be the best thing ever. And so Olga again was like, I, I called her and was like, can you like call him? Because he has like the Dutch accent. 
he's from Holland, you know, this guy, and I, I'm from Belgium, so sometimes it's weird if you get on the phone, like the accents are so different. <clears throat> so she was like, she called him, and she called me back, and I was like, yeah, he read the email, and <laughs> he was busy at the time, so he's gonna email you back. So, like, oh, that's always yeah, the reply. Yeah, 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 I was like, oh, whew, all right, because it was, you know, the feeling when you're like, things has to go 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 following go. up yeah power power yeah. and following up yeah so he replied then i was like so happy i was so juiced i was like all right i mean i actually got an appointment with him so i was like okay i'll go to holland uh i'll visit him and we'll talk about like frames and stuff because he has like cnc machines uh like where you can cut out pieces and whatever so, so so I went over there and like I met him and it's like it was kind of weird for me like because I had an idea but then I hadn't like I was like still trying to figure it out and I was already going a step actually too far like going to a production manufacturing company with a with a drawing <laughs> and not even 3D or whatever so he he looked at the drawings like cool I actually did some things in the past he had a store as well and it got taken away from him so it's like oh I had the same experience and stuff and I um, as we kind of get along like it he made the first inline skate frames ever what yeah what yeah so that's crazy I was like cool and <laughs> he was like my ideas were so at the time if I look back at it it was like so stupid and he actually believed in it he was like cool we can make it and then he said to me so yeah i know this is gonna cost a lot of money so i should invest for you and it's for you then i was like well i can pay maybe a bit i was like yeah but cnc machining is like it's expensive you know i was like but what it's a cnc what kind of machine? Well, it's like uh, it's a really big machine. It's like uh, it has like uh, drills and stuff, and it's like it's it's actually made in uh, America. It's like the house they have it on with West Coast Customs and that kind of stuff. You know, they make cool stuff with it. Like it's very precise. Right. You know, like injection molding. It's more that you create a mold and then you inject plastic for a frame, and then it kind of like. Yeah, you get your frame out of it, but it's not as precise because it like it, it, it shrinks a bit or it, it goes a bit like crooked or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like warped ass frames. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah. So with CNC, it's like perfect. What you like, it's what you draw. You it's perfect, you know, and you can take it out of like raw pieces of material. And that's the best part. It has no weak points. Like you could inject something and there would be an air bubble in it and then bam your frame breaks and you don't know why it's like yeah, yeah I'm that powerful but no there was like an air bubble in your frame <laughs> or whatever I break frames all the time yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that got me to the like yeah he said like yeah that's pretty cool like you're drawing what you're doing you should like learn AutoCAD or something like uh, SolidWorks I was like hmm, that makes sense like alright and we kind of said bye and whatever and I was like, yeah, I was still in the mode of like, this needs to work. So I spent two weeks locking myself up and learning 3D, how to make stuff. And after two weeks, I sent him my frame. And he was like, okay, so uh, you want to work for me? I was like, 
cool. <laughs> yeah, I can pay you this and this, and you have all the freedom you want. You can create what you want. I was like, yeah, that's pretty badass. I was like, all right. So I, I went working with them, like uh, learning about machines and stuff. And uh, But he wasn't into actual the boots. He was just starting with the speed skate boots. So he would make ice skates and ice blades and whatever on high quality, like for different companies as well. And But the boots, that's like something different, you know. And we actually started out together on creating boots. So it was like me and him actually like finding out a lot of stuff on how the boot should be for speed skating and my boot, the that boot. And then we got like in touch with a boot maker. That's a funny story as well. The boot maker actually, uh, a lot of the companies that he worked for the boot maker turned to China. So he had no job. And he put like all his last savings into gas money and like drove around in Holland and knocking on doors and like, hey, uh, can you guys work with me? And actually that turned into the guy we work now with for making and creating our boots. Like we do prototypes at the, the shop where I work, but the actual boots are like built by one man who like creates them. And everything is done by me and Olga, like design, uh, ideas, creations, how many layers there should be in, in a boot, uh, all the research and development is done by us. And like making the first prototypes and making it like better and all going through all the steps, yeah. that's like together with him. It's like, you know, see it as your a close friend and you're working on one project. Because he's actually only working for me and my boss. Like, well, boss, on. I'm, I'm kind of my own boss, but I'm still working for a different company. So well. in this company, they they design, they come up with the concepts, they draw it out in AutoCAD, and they no, build... That's no, that's what I do. That's what you do. I do everything. But you work for the company. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do everything, like the design and whatever, and then we transform it into a product. Right. Yeah. So And it's all like done by hand. The boots are all high-end. Like, actually, like the vegans are like... If we would ask the real price, yeah, that's outrageous for an aggressive standards. Like they would, <laughs> I don't know what would happen. <laughs> but we actually sell like boots for like, like almost nothing, zero. That's how high end they Yeah, like we get like the fibers and stuff, like that's all. There's no glass fiber in, in our skates, you know. Like China factory is like they just put glass fiber in it and one layer of carbon and that's it. So do, do most skates get made? Oh, most get, skates get made in China, right? All of them. All like them. yeah, no, no, no. Valo is like going to. Uh, it's made in Italy, I think. For yeah, I think it's made in Italy, and then that I think. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. It's like the Roses factory has. Yeah, factory. Roses was yeah. Roses was. Yeah. So, but I don't know what what like it for me. It feels like the TV two might have made it, been made in China because the plastic feels different than the like the Italian majestic plastic. It, it's a lot softer. So maybe they decided to try something else with the plastic, or they 
went to try and find maybe a cheaper way to manufacture them because mm -hmm. I think Rosas already yes, went to are. like China for all yeah. their boots now. I think that maybe that's the difference with the M12, oh, the V13. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think those ones are made in Italy and they feel a lot better. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the TVs, it's a price point skate, so they're yeah. made in China. Yeah, but actually, like the China. skins, the skins I think are all made in Italy, so it's. No, no it's I, I think the TV skins are cheaper. This is uh, yeah, I'm not sure where they're made. I just need to take a moment here. Like we're all we're all grown ups that were really into rollerblades. <laughs> <laughs> Serious and talk. This is yeah. it's really inspiring listening to you talk that why aren't there more people? There's two things that are interesting about this. One, making the skates. Yeah. Making the skates yourself, learning how to make skates. Yeah. It's insane that for how many people are passionate about this shit, why it's crazy that there aren't more people yeah, you doing know, it. And then it's just the second point is that the <clears throat> the mentor apprentice type like uh like there's people with skills that could translate into helping you to make skates, but it's like they're inaccessible, they're hard to find. It's really sweet that you yeah, I, mean, I got lucky paths with yeah. this company. Yeah, because but they benefit from. Me. But it's not lucky. Yeah. <laughs> you, you looked for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You found yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of I course, was, and by seeing a benefit to them, they help you yeah. as well. Like I actually the adapt made a better product for them. The adapt is like the the top high end Ferrari, and all the other little small Ferraris benefit from the one Ferrari. You know, they, every ten years they come out with this crazy high-end level car yeah. that is actually pulling all the other ones up for the years to come. So that's actually Makes what sense, happened yeah. with Adapt. Because I'm like, it all has to be perfect for me. It's never good enough. It's never good enough. No. Like I go crazy when the stitching is like, what the fuck is this? Like if it's not perfect and people <laughs> wouldn't even see it. I was like, ah, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I would like get stressed out. If, like, in English, they say to the English. What? When you say what the fuck, do you say it in English? Yeah, yeah, or? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the what the fuck is yeah, always or in English. Yeah, or dumme. Something like this, yeah. But, yeah, I think um, the thing is with for making skates, because they're, they're actually like, everybody is like, when we started Adapt, and now it's like everybody, it seems like it's a new real company or t-shirt company, like everybody is doing it. It's like... <laughs> Oh yeah, we can make boots as well, and I was like, uh, you have to be careful in in like product wise that it's you still make something that you're responsible for. Like if you do a big gap and you fuck up a boot, and somebody loses a leg, that's your fault. Yeah, there's okay, and just yeah. for the record right yeah. now, there's. Also, core and there's a French brand, maybe something like that. Yeah, that might be Rainbow. Rainbow. Rainbow will make the better, a better, the world a better place, probably. Their, the name of their brand is Rainbow. Uh huh. And they're they haven't company? launched anything. I've just heard about yeah, it. Yeah, it's Rainbow. Um, and that's, and that's another, a bad name. Well, out <laughs> there was the out poppy and and out was. Which, by the way, it's it's annoying that. That rainbows have become a symbol. <laughs> okay, rainbows are badass. Rainbows are like the most awesome well, thing I don't know, maybe in, that's... in the world. Yeah. Okay. Rainbows, you can, yeah. rainbows are the most awesome thing in the world. Yeah. 
And it's shitty that rainbows are like gay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> a rainbow is the closest inline skate company name next to Fruit Boots. Like that's the next most obvious. Yeah, probably. It's secretly financed by DC Shoes or something. <laughs> yeah. Let's, oh, let's yeah. make the it's a best, conspiracy. Let's it's make the best skate in the world and call it Rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> See what they do then. Rainbows <laughs> are fucking badass, but we'll get all yeah. the best riders you do? riding Rainbows into the rainbow. Awesome. <laughs> are you skating are, the rainbow? You're riding uh, the rainbow. You like the rainbow in the sky. The rainbow. <laughs> uh, but I would skate the rainbow yeah. if I could skate the rainbow. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'd skate, skate the, the rainbow. rainbow. Not the rainbow skate. I would skate on my sevens on but the rainbow. Rainbow, well, crazy. Well, well the, the thing is, like, with, <laughs> with all these uh, companies, I kind of, like, um, in, I think in one of the first interviews on BMAKE, I said, like, I hope it inspires people the way... We, it has. Yeah. Obviously. It has, but I hope it turns out that it's in a good way in the end. I hope everybody's learning and doing stuff, because if... Like, actually, we, we made a brute and then we put it online and then we took it offline because we felt like, wait a minute, we first have to check what the people actually want. Like, you can make stuff, but if, like, please make sure it's like you're making something better. Yeah. And not just making it for, I don't know, make sure it's better. Like, you don't want to go back, you don't want to go back. God damn right. it, make sure it's better than like, the last thing you, you made a Ferrari and then like, let's make uh, a Lada. Yeah. I don't know if you know that brand, but it's Don't like, make it just for the sake it's of... It's Russian, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just for the sake of making a new model. Yeah, yeah. If it's not better than your last you know, one, why don't you just put out the last one? Yeah, like, I don't know. If it's with good intentions, cool. Like, I'm, I'm all, whatever. I, I don't see it negative at all. But... I'm so like precise about how a skate should feel and I think that's kind of like yeah I don't know if like other companies are even concerned with that it's like oh, American made or whatever it's like I really really liked and it wasn't even with um, because those were longer those were large blank frames like they were longer frames. The blanks? The blanks were yeah, size skating, large, I'm right? Yeah, I'm skating those. Yeah, yeah. Um, blanks with 72. But the actual feel of the skate, I finally got to like put some on my feet. They felt... Which one? Really... Your skates. I finally, oh, got, okay. I finally got to try it. So what model was that? That's the like, one. It's all leather, leather boot. That's the actual, the, like, the, the, the base design on how we thought a skate should be. Like, uh, it's not actually making a shell and putting a, a skin over it. It's actually thinking of all the movements you're making and how it should feel. Like, I'm 100% sure we have the fastest aggressive skate out there. They like, 100% sure. They felt really, really, really good. Yeah. And responsive. And I've heard good things from you, but I've heard good things like, like a lot of stuff that I've read online. Yeah. I think if and people... The, are, and the most important part is the... The footage that you watch of people riding them, yeah, like, comes through. You can see it. Fuck, Andrew Broom. Yeah, he's obviously oh, amazing. Andrew Broom he is. is uh, he's he's the most amazing. But guy, <laughs> and he's the type of person that yes, he could be really good on other boots, but 
some of the stuff that he has done mm-hmm. in the adapt boots, I swear it's enhanced by the skate being more responsive. Yeah. A little bit tighter on the foot. Yeah. And more mobility. Because yeah. I was really impressed. I didn't... In pictures, you can't tell until you put the skate on. Like, that yeah. full ankle, the most important thing yeah. for me is... I actually, would, like, want to say something about all the people that want to put a cuff on it. Um, <laughs> There's so like, many <laughs> topics that come up just based off of talking about the skate, but anyways, go ahead. Yeah, well, just as how I see it, like putting a cuff on it, on the adapt would be a step backward. Like, um, if you can't make it work, yeah, put a cuff on it. And if you know what you're doing and creating a sort of feel in skating, that I had like a vision of how it should be you should there's no need for a cuff because it, it creates a hinge point that actually is not a natural movement even it goes even it could go too far in like damaging your body like being landing big gaps and like going too far on like the hinge like I don't know how to say it in like English but you would like your foot would be like stuck in a solid boot <clears throat> and this part gets like your heel gets like so many like shocks and whatever like it's it's going to a rough treatment like when you skate and with the adapt it's like we try to figure out a way <clears throat> to actually make it more responsive and to the movements a body makes yeah. so like there's a point to uh, a, a foot like how far it should be able to bend and then it should like slow down because otherwise it's like it's not good for your body it should be it could be good if you do yoga yeah but that's not yoga is not jumping out from 20 stairs you know no that's not this there's a really good point that was brought up on the chris happy podcast i'm pretty sure you brought this up that it's always so funny that when rems ran out of ufs skates and I guess Kato would sign the contract with razors. <coughs> Chris Happy was skating a pair of razors. The cult. Yeah, in yeah. between, before they made the UFS skate. Yeah. And he did break his ankle uh, in BG20, but he really fucking broke his ankle when he skated razors. And yeah. this is coming from someone who, in Under the Influence, and Shima as well. Sh- Shima broke. Yeah, his and then they had like the, the high liner to, like make oh. it more supportive that's right and that's Frank Stoner <clears throat> talking about high cups yeah but like you watch uh, Happy's Fakey 720 on that double set you know the video mm-hmm. Under mm-hmm. the Influence yeah his landing in those skates that's a there's no cuff in that skate really well there's a cuff but it's internal yeah, yeah. and it's like there's some big some of the biggest shit ever done in a skate with just a velcro strap yeah. And no hinged cuff. Yeah. And it's like that design is so funny that that maybe should have became the standard, but mm-hmm. it didn't. In a Do way, you, in yeah. a way, because like if I go back to the Rams and first uh, I had I had the original Rams, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, this skate is amazing, like a towards feel and everything, and it it is, but it's like now it's sometimes you look at with the with the still young skater eyes, like. Oh yeah, like people are like convinced, like yeah, the uh, thrones are the best, 
and they won't budge. And like, yeah, that's still seen through like your old like view. Like it's like they they don't evolve. Is it's it like frustrating knowing that you put so much time, energy, and passion into this this skate, and you know that you're catering to an industry that might be stuck in. It is. It is. Right? Yeah. Actually, if I'm honest, it is. And. Uh, shit what's the right thing to say that that there's people like yourself that you should I don't know how do you deal with that frustration of like you want to break out of aggressive skating and show you want more people to try to skate you want more people to be open minded well, yeah. how, how do yeah. you deal I with actually that because is, is it like I'll just say one more thing. Is it frustrating to know that, like, do you feel like aggressive skating is stuck and that it might not open up, or do, are you aggressive skating is holding me back, on uh, like for as a designer, or as like somebody do, who wants to create, it's holding me back. Like it's holding rollerblading. Back. It's holding rollerblading back. Yeah, it is, and that's why it's so cool to be with Leon on like a tour, because Leon is actually like I think on the same level. And yeah, I am on thinking about how skates should be, and I'm gonna keep. We're adapt is always gonna be like it's our first love, you know, the aggressive uh, what yeah. skate industry. Yeah, it's like we're always gonna do it and yeah. make it better and better and better. But we can also start focusing on different things. The idea I have is create the one skate that is like. I don't want my designs and skates to be like thrown out in a, a six months or a year. I want them to like be collector items in the end. They have to be like the, the best shit on, in, on the planet. And that's the goal. Like if I don't succeed in this, like I, I will succeed in this. Like I will. It's just a matter of time. And, um, I'm actually with Leon, we're actually like talking on how the industry is these days and how everything is online and everybody's trying to compete with prices and stuff and whatever. It's so childish. It's like rollerblading has become like skates are released every month <laughs> and then they go after a week they're already on sale. Like, oh my god, I mean they didn't sell that great in the first day like let, let's get rid of all of them and then like <laughs> nobody is motivated anymore it's like whatever we'll just produce shit and <laughs> put it on the market and me and Leon were actually like talking about this needs to change like this yeah. it, it can go because uh, you can't run actual stores and that's why there's no stores yeah because the way the industry operates there's just they make it too difficult. Yeah. You know, they change the models all the time. Uh, certain companies. That's where it's like... That's one I, what I love about Seba. They just have really good models. They stick to them. They stick to it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, like they that's improve a, them. If, yeah, you improve them. But you have to get to a point where a, a model is is good enough yeah. and that becomes the model and you work on different models instead. indeed exactly. yes that's exactly. actually what we try to do with it now we, yeah. we create a model like we have the vegan 
And that's like, it's okay, that's a vegan. And now we're working on something new. Yeah. And this is gonna take it further. And then in the end, this pr model is gonna be released. It's not just a new colorway. Well, fuck that. It, it needs to be a change. Otherwise, we call it the vegan tool. 2014. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna bring out the gold skates. <laughs> <laughs> the cycle year of the gold skate. I was talking with the, the guy that I work with today about how there's so many old structures in place that are just accepted that are pretty much dead like across the board in many they're different industries they're and people are just still uh, they're taking part in the old structures and pretending like everything's hunky-dory that the world hasn't changed outside of it. Yeah, and well, yeah, the, people. The, we were talking the about the idea like, want to change. We were talking about the idea that there's <laughs> a the there's same. a local television station in town, <laughs> and then, like in Canada, yeah, yeah. really funny. And like what, we have like the news. What two and, newspapers? Yeah, and two newspapers. We have two newspapers, and they employ a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. employ a lot of people, but it's like it's like everybody the who exists there is like everybody's pretending. Yeah. That what's happening outside of there? Like, let's just keep this going. And then there's people upstairs, there's however many like steps in the company and they're yeah. looking at the dollars and then yeah. it's like, okay, we just got to keep it this way. We know it's not working. We know there's maybe young people that work at this company that have really good ideas, but we can't. We That's have, we have like 50 years invested in this. People's careers, like, people's jobs hold back the progression of every industry, including role playing. Yeah. People's, people's like they're protecting their their tiny little income yeah yeah and they so they don't want it to change because then they're fearful of their their little tiny income being lost and but it's like you're just <clears throat> holding skating back yeah yeah that's they, also the structure of the world too yeah yeah i yeah. think that's a cool thing with adapt that's what me and Olga don't give a fuck <laughs> about money it's like well, we don't give a fuck. Even if you don't buy them, like we would sell one skate a year, I would still make them because I can. And but I would it's, still it's good for you to make money, and then you you can now do more. for now we don't make no money at all. No because money. Because we sell quite a lot, and because of the skate is so expensive, and every time we have money, we invest it again in the one thing we believe in. Right. So it's like we're not. Uh, me and Olga told ourselves, if we make money, it's not from Adapt. So, none of the Adapt money goes to us at all. Like, we basically work for free, and it's a, a full-time job. Even more. It's more than a full-time job. Shit, you're hearing this, Todd? So... <laughs> We're going to start making products. Yeah, you need to, like, supply it. <laughs> We're not a t-shirt. We're not t-shirts. <laughs> Leon had to make that one happen. Yeah, I know. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. I still have to give you money. Yeah. <laughs> like, for, it makes us a better... Uh, it makes us better creators because we don't have to worry about, oh, the company needs to make money. It's a really yeah. fucking good point. We just make money with our normal job and then on the side we'll make the coolest product available like it will only go up yeah. because of this time wise it's a brilliant way to do it um yeah, yeah it it's works out your, your job and your this company yeah 
go hand in hand. Yeah. And, and, and each one benefits the other. That's brilliant. So, I need to ask you about your time structure. Do you do a traditional five day work week with weekends off, or do you have? Are you able to split some time up for adapt within the company that you work uh, now? Now, what I do now, um, before Canada, I worked full time. Yeah. I got home, worked full time on adapt, and went a bit of skating. Yeah. And then maybe we would have a bit of time together, me and Olga, to, like, not sit next to each other before a computer. And like do some fun stuff. Yeah. But now I before Canada and actually by having like talks with like Leon or even before I quit my job. Um, I quit my job and I just said okay it's enough, and then. Now it turns out to be like working for the. Yeah, yeah. So I was actually taking a big risk on. He would. He could have said like, okay, so now we're not gonna make you sole plates anymore. Uh, we we we're not gonna go through with the boots and be, it's our, it's our one hundred percent our company from me and Olga, so it's all on us. But you know it could have gone bad with they not have the equipment. equipment that's yeah, yeah. All the equipment the we use is because of them. Yeah, that's and be really it actually turned out really good, cause. He came to my house and was like, like seeing how I lived and stuff. And I was like, I told him I, I was going to go to Canada. He was like, yeah, Canada is awesome. Cause he was a pro professional ice skater and inline skater, speed skating back in the day, like, like back in the day, like 20, 25, 30 years ago. And he was like, oh, Canada. Oh yeah, that's awesome. I went there, like did contests and whatever. <laughs> Like, yeah, <laughs> you, you should you should go you should go like if you, if you have the chance like just go I was like yeah sounds yeah. so exciting to go to Canada I yeah yeah that's <laughs> fucking awesome here you yeah. travels yeah. other places mountains and stuff that's really cool <laughs> and actually he then he said like you know what if you want to come back you're we would be happy to have you back love hearing that. And I was like, that felt great. Yeah. That felt like I still am my own person. I still can do what I want. And he said, when you want to come back, like, you're welcome. And that's something like it. It changed something in me, and uh, I needed to take a step away from it. But now I'm seeing like this is for me. It's the right thing to do. He actually bought the building next door. And he proposed me like, okay, this is probably going to be your building for Adapt. And you're getting paid more and you're getting a car if you come back. So he's, he has nowhere to go because I made his ice skates and they're the best in the world. Like I was trained two years to make the best ice skates in the world. And I figured out like some systems that they are like straight as yeah it's like in metal you can measure like the blades on the ice skates and it's like it would be like in between uh, a thousand of a millimeter and i reduced it to like maybe ten thousand of a millimeter and that's the straight and that's the new standard blade. now so it's actually the new yeah like the straightness of the blade of the, the metal and that's actually now the new standard on like olympic level 
Yeah, so it's pretty and like and you figured out actually they they tried to copy it in China. We already bought like a couple of sets from China. Same brand. It's our brand. Same brand. Same look. Same packaging. Everything is the same. And then you get it, and it's like we we buy it from China, and then we measure it, and it's like all over the place. It's like shitty, poor quality. So yeah, and that's basically not. I'm take that China. Yeah, <laughs> in their speed, their speed skating team is practicing in Canada right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I make a lot of skates for the right to Canada. Right, the skate park where we were today, there was that arena just by the parking lot. That's mm-hmm. where there's like apparently it's the Chinese speed skating team. I don't oh, know if okay. it's Olympic, but cool. pretty crazy. Yeah. There's always crazy. weird shit happening in Canada. It's like cool. Trying to make capital Canada. Yeah, we yeah. are. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That, that actually brings me to like the tour with Shop Task. This is yeah. Me being on tour with Leon and actually talking all day about I'm skating. Really excited, just <laughs> selfishly, that you two are getting together and talking about skating all the time. Yeah. It's really exciting. It 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 won't let, stick with talking. Like the goal is, I go back after this. And we're gonna make new skates. We're gonna make not new skates aggressive wise. We're gonna create. We're gonna build up things. Like it's time the industry has people in it that know what they're doing. Yeah. Not the, not on a business standard, like just know what they're doing on know what like material. We gotta make some shit. We gotta make some shit. Or we'll just skate <laughs> we'll skate stuff that you guys <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I'll buy your shirt. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> that Kevin Deli joke, or what was it? The the strongest street skating shirt ever made, or I can't the remember. Strongest. I can't remember. Nice. He was making fun of the Abel ad or something like that. <laughs> this stuff is important, though. This is uh, this is what has to happen. Yeah. Because we all. I guess got frustrated with aggressive skating and we didn't know why and then we realized that we had to kind of grow out of it and then through that it's like there's no maps made on where to go yeah it's gonna benefit as well from it like the ideas me and Leon had were like like, this shit is gonna be tight what stuff it's oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We, what ideas? Oh, no, I'm sorry. kidding. Okay. Oh, we should have done it off the record. I don't know anything really, but yeah, okay. It's gonna be pretty cool. But it's the, not, if, if it, we need a renaissance. It's the. Wedding is ready for a fucking renaissance. Yeah. Yeah, related to talking about all that, it's probably the best time ever to not reinvent rollerblades per mm-hmm. se, but to really try and push the technology side it's just like it's mm. it's wide open mm-hmm. it's like it is it's there's someone there's people just waiting yeah if it's ever to if, try skating again if you can ever do it is now like that's the time it's where, so it's yeah. so close you see people skating around on on skates from people are interested in trying rollerblading again and people like to go rollerblading they do but they don't they have realize the skate technology came a long way it's so important for them to have a good skate under their feet, or else they're not going to enjoy it. That's true. They don't, they don't realize that their old skates in the closet are not yeah. the same as what is available now, what or, available, or what will be available, be available soon. Yeah. It's really crazy to think about, like, 
a good skate, mm -hmm. your stride and your glide mm -hmm. and your mm -hmm. power transfer, mm -hmm. how much of a difference it makes. Yeah. It makes a world of difference. Yes. Yeah, if you can maximize everything like that, right. how the wheels feel, how the frame feels, like how it absorbs shock, how yeah. it's actually designed to... Because now, like, there's no skate that's actually designed for the average user. No. Like, every skate... It's is just kind of all over the place. There's a lot of specialty skates for, like, aggressive or speed skating. But if you're just a recreational user, like your parents that want to try an activity like inline skating, the skates that are for the majority of the customers are not really designed for their needs. Yeah. You know, they're... Yeah, they're, they're just not... There's no specialty basic skate. If that makes sense. Special... There's no I specialty would say skate. Just, just give me Genesis. <laughs> yeah, with a power blade frame on it. Yeah, anti. Yeah. Power blade. That's, that's what they need. <laughs> get get an anti-rocker. Like, you know how light... Nice, like, thank nice, you. Thanks, aggressive. The nice size. 11, 11 to 9 shell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just an overall whatever liner fits in. I would say like two sizes two, larger than your foot. Two UFS Perfect. bolts. Very comfy. Yeah. So your foot can wiggle around a little bit. Yeah. You don't want to... <laughs> comfort's important. And you should be able nice to cross seas yeah. with it. It should be look like a boat and act like a boat. It should be all over the place. If you glide once sells. and go over ten cracks, you should come to a stop. Actually. <laughs> just and each crack should hurt your feet so much. You should just feel it. All about feeling the cement. And it should have a nice big two-inch flat piece of plastic on either side of the foot <laughs> so you can do negatives and positives. Do you think uh, negatives might not be a thing eventually, like a standard in skating? Mm -hmm. And you, if you look at aggressive skating... To be honest, I, I never liked it. Negatives? It, it shouldn't even be a trick. I did two negatives today. I think it's cool when Sorry. people do them and make them look sick. <laughs> It's uh, I, I like negative macios. I think there's a lot of possibilities because cool. they're one. Yes, I did two negative macios. Yeah, I like. Negative I don't think macios. they ever look good if you look at it from outside, like bending your knee this way. It just does, doesn't look pleasing. To no, but it, it can be a, it, it can be a bit fun when you're just having fun. Yeah, like it's like you're yeah. just playing with it. Definitely. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I but you can do the same on the macio side. Like, why do you need to? I guess it makes it more side. difficult. Machios are it's really are only something that, that aggressive skaters see. Like mm -hmm. if you're looking at it from an outside perspective, it's just a sliding on your boot. It's a one foot yeah. one side. Slide on your people are gonna be like, oh negative. Damn, this guy's good. He slid on his blade. Cool. On the side of it. On one foot. One foot of grind. That's all for for bystanders. There is just the one foot of grind. There, what, one yeah, one foot and two foot. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, that's actually, that's what I go by. Like, if you do demos or you showcase rollerblading, don't go all out on the technical stuff because they don't get it. Like, I'll use like, like, yeah. yeah, like, like you should on the show the, the, the good basic stuff. That's why they're all like, can you do backflip? Here, we'll do, that's we'll do a checklist for badass demos. Here we go, here we go. Here's, here's my demo that I'm going to give to you guys right now. So I'm going to do a nice 540, 
first thing, a nice 540. Because I can't do a flip. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anyways. So grab or just time. freestyle it? No, like a nice, I'll do a nice grab probably. Yeah, Maybe yeah. a stale or something. <laughs> then I'll grind the rail. Two-footed grind. Slide yeah. it. Doesn't really matter what grind. No, it doesn't matter. Then I'm, gonna do, then I'm going to do just a hand slide plant. down it. I'm going to do a hand plant. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then I'm going to do a stair ride. Yeah. Then I'm going to do some cones. Then I'm going to do a one-footed grind. Nice. Then I'm going to do maybe like a fakey 540 or a fakey 720 off the ramp. Yeah. Backwards. And then I'm going to do a cess slide. Backwards. Ooh. Cess slide. And then I'm going to do something where I show the audience as like a finale that I can do a combination of a bunch of those things, either in a line or just a combination change. That See was that? a pretty good thing. I think if you would have thrown like a one wheel roll. Yeah. If you will roll on one oh, wheel. Then, yeah, sorry, you should be the champ. That's, that's about that for people. I forgot my dad. How do you roll on one wheel? Look at the <laughs> It's a surprising still how first, first do the two wheel. Remember? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do the two wheel first. Yeah. And then one wheel. And then show them what's up. The one wheel. There's people yeah. that always joke about that one. That that's like the joke. It was a trick. It, it is really funny how... Oh, yeah. It was a trick. Like, yeah, yeah. I saw some ASA contests where, like, I don't... Was it Matt Mans or... I don't know who it was. And he, yeah, he, he kind of did it on a box, like, he just, he didn't know uh, uh, I'm out of juice, whatever, and I'm like, I'll go for this and get some points. <laughs> what is that called? The heel toe? Yeah, what's that called? Heel toe. For that? Heel toe? 40 ounces when you do heel toe, spin heel toe. It's getting back because of follow. You know? <laughs> yeah, Braska. Braska. Yeah. He, he makes them, like, with the... With the and yeah, with the perfect amount yeah, of like yeah, yeah, yeah. nonchalantness yeah, and, cool and zero effort where it's like, oh, He does the heel toe? Yeah. I have to yeah. say as a joke, I'm, usually. Yeah, as a yeah, joke. yeah, I'm getting into them as well. Yeah. They, they're fun. They're sick. It would be sick to learn them where you could spread your legs like so far. <laughs> if you could do it with your legs like eight feet apart. <laughs> Not like open book, you know, <laughs> with your legs up like this, but all the way. Like, There's like a famous YouTube video of a guy doing one of those. Or like a famous Google image. They do it in speed skating. It looks so bad. Like on the finish line, it's not, they don't go over the finish line. Like oh, men, they go forward. They go like, oh yeah, because you have to for it. Yeah, that's so yeah. bad. That looks bad. <sighs> Rollerblading. Yeah, yeah, I know, hey. Yeah. Rollerblading. We said it, it looks all. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> what, one thing I have to say about like uh, skating with you today at the park and watching you skate is uh, you really enjoy the feel of skating. Like, you enjoy tricks, but you yeah. really enjoy skating around. Yeah. It came through, and that reminded me of like, how I like to skate that part too. Cool. Yeah. That there's hints in all of our skating that we secretly so badly want to kind of break out of trick skating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's still fun and we still yeah. like to do it. But you can yeah. tell like how much fun it is when we do a little turn or the yeah. way our yeah. leg goes yeah. over the ramp and it's like or just as you can tell like we're all going in the same direction and we yeah. all want to go to the same places like or we're all running away from the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that's more. I was I was having fun like going up to the bank and just like going like with all the force on the wheels and you could actually feel like yeah. and then just going like making a turn and then like feeling all this like power. That thing was cool where you were putting wall. just your foot over the edge yeah, of the court. That's is that what thing. you were talking about? That's cool. <laughs> I like that. Thing. You did it really deep. It's one called the flipping like, burgers. That's and that thing. In, in the 
in the current setup that I didn't get to skate today, but yeah. like it would be so cool to do that and with the rocker do like a pivot and Ooh. go back into it. Like you can have it at yours. Like, with, with make it famous. Foot. It's like you it's can good. tell that it was like. You seen Colin Martin? He does a similar maneuver. It's a little bit different. He but does it's, double. Yeah, it's on top of the. It's, yeah, on both negatives, but it's on a quarter the way you do it. Uh, okay. And instead yeah, of yeah. the one on the the foot on the on the quarter rolling. He does it with a negative slide on both. So it looks like this with one foot above the coping and one foot on the quarter. I did one in Mushroom Blade too as well. Okay. I did oh, a shitty yeah. one. A really shitty one at the Vernon Park. I do one in Mushroom Blade too. I also like, I like doing them yeah. in bowls. Like I copied that In the corners, Martin. those are the best. Ah, uh, Zachary, Zach Flynn does those too. Yeah. And he grabs, he like grabs his foot. Yeah, I did that before, yeah, but I'm kidding too old for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over that. Like, it's all freestyle now. <laughs> That's another thing is that, like, uh, new kind, new ways of experiencing skating are, are, it's very important as you get older. Because yeah. aggressive skating can feel not dumb, but just not as good. That yeah. can, f I don't even know how to explain that. Like, I, I loved how it was broken down that the box session could be, like, the experience of aggressive skating as you go, like a box session with friends or grinds or whatever. Yeah. But skating down the street and doing fun turns and stuff, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. Do you know what I'm saying? Not anymore. Well, things need to evolve. Like, it's, it's like... You can't, like... I look at it as... Oh, sorry. You're, you're, you're replicating things that... There's no maps. But Where are the maps? You're looking for the, that rush that you got when you were like 16. And you, you keep seeking that out. It's like it felt so good when I was 16. And yeah. You keep looking for it, keep looking for it. And it's like, no, it worked for you when you were 16 because you were 16. Now, you need to find a new gig. You need to find a new thrill. It's like if you hung off of a cliff every day for 10 years. Fight bears. Eventually, yeah. Eventually it would be boring. It's like, oh, I'm hanging off a cliff again. Like, it's not that exciting. No. You gotta find a new way to get that rush, to get that feeling of, of what you got when you were 16. And not even that, you have to find a new feeling. A feeling that works for you yeah. in 2013. I think, yeah, I think that's why big wheels are a good thing. Because yeah. they give you so much, like, whatever creativity they they uh if you have a good skate they force yeah. you out of some of your bad habits that you yeah. formed over yeah. and that's where leon was really important he reminded me of the the three-month withdrawal period where you, you can't get that, that easy fix of like oh yeah i did now you fish yeah. i feel like a badass you, you can't get that so you have to look for it in other ways oh yeah i have to wait this reminds me of the thing i, I told it today I had like the um, rollerblade twisters, and I actually like um, there, there's no salt plate on it. You know, like it's in from the beginning, like yeah. the old skates. That's how it is. So we went to the skate park, me and Olga, and she's like uh, skating the adapts, and I was skating the twisters, and I felt like I was a hero by doing all. There's this big box on the skate park, like a really big one, like a big two big banks, and that's like that. A big box with a cooping on it and I went for it so fast and did all the way Macchio but like the the only way there you can do Macchio on those is like you have to commit 
100%. And actually the laces were over the boot. So I was grinding on the laces and on everything. I was like going so fast. I was like in in the zone, you know, when you have like this moment, you're indestructible, you can do everything. I was like, I'm gonna make this work. And actually that felt like as close to doing the first Royale. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's where I should think skates should evolve to, to making it for aggressive wise, making every dick count. Yeah, you. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, because it should be not that easy. Like every kid nowadays, like, oh yeah, 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 I can do top sole nine hundred out. Trick integrity is lacking, and that's where like uh, some of those old school videos like. When someone did a grind, like they really wanted to get yeah. into the position yeah. and hold yeah. it. So much effort and so Man, you know, a style. A good like Royale, exactly. like with a good Body. setup, feels oh. like. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I said in that one. Yeah, I was no, trying to, like, I, I, and I've watched so many modern videos and yeah. I tried to think off the top of my head of a really good modern Royale. Yeah, it's a safe it's trick like, now because of the setups. That you nobody skate. does like it's so easy because nobody in here can think of like when was the last time you saw a Royale in a modern video and you wanted to go out right away and be like Fuck, yeah I need to go do so a Shiro back I, I said yeah. back Royales oh, you see, man. but I'm talking front Royales like, <laughs> yeah yeah I was yeah. Um, I was going to my local skate park and this guy uh, he actually got free vegans from me yeah. and I traded my brand new vegans with Bauer FX front side <laughs> nice. And I was like, I need those skates back in my life. So I did Royale on those, and I actually still got like, I got the same feeling. Like I was like, it's hard. Well, it's not hard. It makes sense. Like it's in terms it's of the position, trick. right? Yeah, yeah, it makes really sense. I didn't feel play. like my ankles were like in a weird position or anything because you had like it. It had like a good structure together with the frame. And I was like, this kid was like, yeah, it's not possible to do Royales in these. I was like. Yeah, you can have my skates, whatever. Uh, give me those, and with an actual my size, and I was like, Royale's felt so good. I was like, yeah, I felt badass, you know. <laughs> Doing a nice Royale. That's another thing about uh, skating the big wheel skates. When you go back to re- your aggressives, I found mm-hmm. my grind integrity came back a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. I think more about it's lower to the ground. We already said all this, but like, yeah, my grinds get better when I skate big wheels. Yeah. And I use my aggressive skates how I should instead yeah. of like yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying to use my aggressive skates like True. big wheels. Yeah, right now as we speak, there are kids skating across their town on shitty pavement in no. skates that are too big for them, anti rocker, and they stink. <laughs> <laughs> The kids stink or their skates stink? Their skates. Oh, you both. Skates stink. Oh man, they're stumbling around. How big are they? They're two sizes too big or one? What's the average? Two. One to two sizes too big. There's kids that do two for sure. Two to more. No, to be honest, the average for aggressive skaters is two. Two sizes too big. Because they have to grow into it. Yeah. Like. 
Oh. Pretty much guaranteed. Because yeah. if you're size... Kids usually have shoes that they're too big because their parents don't want them to like keep buying new Still shoes. So somehow they figure out the way to convince their kid to get bigger shoes all the time because yeah. he's growing like crazy. And uh, um, so they don't feel you, right on a, like on a you, tight. Their shoes are like a size bigger than like how a shoe should fit, and a shoe should fit about a size bigger than a skate. Yeah, and then they get a size bigger oh, in skates potential, than shoe yeah. size. Like most people, when they order online. I remember when I used to ship all the orders, I would get orders sometimes like over the phone and like a parent buying skates for their kid and they would ask for a size 12 Valo. And, and, and I, that was oh, that's that's just so common. Because it's for the entire family. No, wait. And I would always ask them, it's like, how old is he? Oh, he's, he's 14. I was like, is he, is like, that, is he a large I, boy? I would, I would honestly ask, is he an average kid? She's like, yeah, he's an average kid. Like, his shoe size is already 10. He's growing like crazy. Okay, like, just so you know, you know, <laughs> if he's a, the average kid needs probably a size 7. Like, myself, I'm a fully grown adult. I wear size 9 shoes. Like, I have big feet. Like normal feet, you know, average size, and I skate size seven. It's two sizes smaller. And when I was twelve years old, I did skate on a size ten skates. It's true, yeah. I, had I skated in tens once, and I was maybe a little bit better at some grinds, and that was about it. Other than that, they were clunky as hell. And yeah. punk dogs for you too. Right? Tarmux, size ten when I was twelve. Yeah. What kind? Tarmux. Tarmax. That was like my first aggressive you're, skate. You're like yeah. the only time I brought I, I bought bigger skates when the Rose's Cootie cut out uh, was out and I was like they only had it in one size. I was like three sizes too big. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna take it. It's that's too like cool. what you did because nobody had too. it in Belgium. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna take it. Well, like Was I it worth care. it? It was. Those are good <laughs> Those are actually good. good yeah, yeah, they were actually quite good. I skated them, I think they were one they were size ten. One size bigger than I skate now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I found for certain grinds, if you skated skates that were a little bit bigger, sometimes grinds felt like really solid. Like yeah, yeah, like fish I, brains and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I got into fish brains at yeah. that time because of those skates. Yeah. And like top soles would make more sense. Yeah, yeah. To me, again, as a young guy. Like, again, the disease of grinding. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'll get a size, two sizes too big for my foot. Oh, and I can kill it on the grinds. Yeah. But now they no, 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 it doesn't even it's matter. Changing now. Like, yeah, it totally I want my, changing now. I want my plate to be as close to my yeah. boot and like the majestic feels like it that's good. And actually with the adapt yeah. we like it's not that wide. It looks a bit wider, but it's not that wide. Yeah. Like if you uh, it's only three millimeters wider than the majestic. Well not only that, but once that plate starts getting a little bit rounded on the edges, yeah. it'll be even better, like yeah. just suited to your yeah. style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. about a smaller sole, like you don't uh, want that sole to yeah. be too big. Once it's too big you can't. No, you fall can't lean. Yeah. Yeah. Like when with the K2, it's like the nemesis and what what the hell is that? Yeah. Like I put them on, like I tried them from some like on the first my local skate park was like what the fuck is this and like soul grinds would like even put me off the ledge like I would jump on and like 
the shadow so it's somewhere, yeah, it's uh, too big. So yeah, it has the small ones, then it makes sense. It became a selling point. It's like, yeah, yeah. it did. Oscar has the largest yeah. soul in yeah. ever. <laughs> Not only that, but the nemesis. You want to do a soul grind with zero effort? The nemesis and the trap are on the shock absorbing material around the soul plate, too. Which ones? The, the K2, like the Nemesis, yeah, the yeah, transfer. Did, yeah, yeah. Not only was the soul plate big, but they yeah. put that shock-absorbing yeah. material all around and that. Sort of outside. rubber. Really? Yeah. Around so, the soul? And you know how like, ugly like, it is, as like the the soul plate being wider than the frame is okay. high, that's like, uh, that doesn't, that's so ugly. Like, uh. It was, Pat Lennon was the only person that yeah. translated yeah. the abilities of those skates yeah. into a section. But because like, like he already has big feet, probably. Like I all think his so, skates yeah. look pretty big. Yeah, but he, he, kills like it. he kills it. Because I have like very big, yeah, wide, wide feet. feet, which is a curse. Like it sucks for because most skates feel like shit. But the K twos felt really good. Yeah, you do have wide feet. Holy they're, shit! They're monsters, man. From here to here is crazy. Monsters, hell. Okay. That's it was when you had carbons. Was it that that was really fucked up? Yeah, I look at those. You know, that's maybe why this the adapt felt great, right? It felt very. Look good. at me. I have like a white foot as well. Oh yeah, you, yeah do. you do. And I molded them, so that's why you're you're probably like, oh yeah, they're good. Is this your pinky? I'm touching. Yeah, no, that's my rim's pinky. <laughs> okay, that's your toe. Yeah, this yeah. is your sixth. That's your rim's. This. Pinky. Yeah. Look. Why, I remember, why look the hell is it there? Look at my beautiful little skating feet. How thin so they lucky. are. Yeah. yeah. No, like, see, this is the shit that kills me. Like, you, yours are like I have a little up. bit of, like, that can hurt once in a while in skates, but... But see how nice, like, this curve right here? Yeah. They're just made for skating. They... Lucky. Okay. <laughs> it's funny, Todd, because your feet shouldn't fit in... Well, not that they shouldn't, but... Joey and me are more, like, the pointy. Yeah. Or more like the Seba FR. Seba FR fit. And you guys are more the GT. What's a Seba? Oh, yeah, but you have to try the GT. What's a GT? It's a. You, That's the Kenny one, the one that Kenny went with? Yeah. Oh, Seba? I, yeah, I think I think the GT might fit you better. Really? But maybe like the Seba High, Seba High Light, maybe? I think the skate could fit you really well. I, I think. I'll try it out. I think that's the yeah, skate. Yeah. I let P Peter try. And from all the Sebas, because I'm a big believer in Sebas, <laughs> and I wanted to, obviously, when you make handmade stuff, you can make it better than anything. Yeah. Um, but from what's available there, mm -hmm. um, I wanted to prove Peter that, you know, Seba does have the best stuff, or like something really good, and he really liked the twisters, like the rollerblade twisters, as like an existing skate right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think of the Seba highlights? From what we have in the like from the selection that Seba has to offer. I know you Yeah, know. it feels it feels close. Uh, close. Yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> I I would have to to be honest about it. Mm -hmm. They feel as what is out there, it's very good. Mm -hmm. My adapts feel three times as good. Yeah. Not not you as in, in my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's like Yeah. Yeah. But if I would if I mm -hmm. would yeah. Not skate adapter, have my own skate. Yeah, I would probably 
I, I like the design on the frames better on the rollerblades. Mm -hmm. Really? The design. Oh. The materials are actually like, they're all like 7005 extrusion. Uh, the materials are pretty good on they're the rollerblades. They're actually like mm -hmm. the same. It's how you treat it, like you can anonize them, you can like yeah. put a, like whatever finish you can do and they would look different. Um, so, but yeah, like the, yeah, they have some... Did they feel better than the, the twisters? Yes, but... I would have to say the one that is uh, taught is like skating that felt better, better. and that's because mm. of the there's a, a little secret inside of the skate really? the liners that's because the they had the intuition liners they tried right. them without and they didn't like them that's why I said the GT would fit you better because people that find GT has a built-in liner um, Mm. Some of them yes and some of them no, but oh, okay. the highlights do. So, Seba has like two like main plastic molds. So it's like the FR, which is the free ride, and one that comes from their Seba High, which is their first design, which mm. was designed for slalom skating. Mm. So the Seba High, that shell eventually evolved into their fitness skate, um, which is the GTX, or sorry, the GT line. So it has the same heel, uh, lower cuff, and like now they make it a lot, because for slalom you need a really rigid skate, so their fitness skate is, still has the same fit, uh, but it's a lot softer and a lot wider, it's not as precise as a slalom skating skate that you really need to break in and stuff. Um, I don't know where I was going with it, but the, the Seba High and, uh, used to have liners in them, and the Seba High Lights, it's their new model. Um, I think it's a lot better because the liner is part of the boots. It's a lot slimmer, a lot more minimal. Roll uh, is just way too complicated. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that's, I have to say, so like, skateboarding has going for I didn't, board. I didn't felt feel special in them. Yeah. I did feel like feel like a bit more special with the intuition liners. Mm -hmm. I feel, hmm, actually feels more closer. And they were pretty light as well. And so, but I think like, yeah, I'm still searching for like the special feeling, like, yeah. mm -hmm. we actually had the, with the follow premiere, mm -hmm. there was this guy like, oh, can I try on the adapt? And he put in like his feet and I was like, oh, yes. So that's, I think what I was talking about. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, it's not, yeah. But I, yeah, that's, so, it's okay. like, like Josh. So what? Was it Josh? No. Uh -huh. I don't know who it was. How did it look like? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Who said that? Uh, I'll order him a pair. You're gonna track him down? Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I'm gonna be investing in some of those, I think, as my aggressives. They're pretty amazing. They felt really, especially like... You should help out with like, not just ordering, but help out with getting ideas and input oh yeah I'd be a good one I'm kind of a wild card in terms of like preferences and stuff and how I use the skate but I'd be good yeah if I could manage a skate that you guys like for me that would be like you know an achievement you know so it's not like we have money to like no here we no, go no. take free skates but like if we make a new kind of skate that could be like yeah. one of the things I could, you could, guys could like help and develop in a way. Yeah, that would Do be amazing. Um, 
I have some sections I can show you. I can I can do Tristan Macchio. Yeah, just send an email and we'll see how it like goes. <laughs> <laughs> Olga will take care of like. So, if you were to approach a company and and ask for like a free like stuff, a, a job, being a professional role player for no, a lot, a lot of the times. What's your what's your sales pitch? If you had if you had an elevator ride with John Julio and you could you, pitch, oh, you could try to be on Volo. You didn't do the elevator. My boss does that all the time. What's let's, let's hear it. Go. The elevator. Okay, wait. Elevator speech. About what? What am I doing? You're trying to get on Volo. You've got. You're riding an elevator with Julio, and you have what? What's an elevator ride like? 10, 15 seconds. I would actually go on the team very fast. I would just say, "You want a coffee?" And I would be on the team. Fuck, that's pretty good. I'd say. You have to. You have to sell yourself as an inline skater. Go. Listen, John. We've come a long way. Cat ninety eight. Can't remember where I placed. I had a negative Mitsu trick tip on television. Ninety nine. Can't remember. But listen, I'm a pillar of the Canadian rollerblading industry, and I got this tattoo. I don't have a tattoo. I mean, <laughs> oh, I can get one. <laughs> I, I'll get a tattoo. That wasn't bad. So what's yours? I was put on the spot too much. You're, oh, you're going oh. for razors. Razors. So yeah. I'm in the elevator with Andy Wagner. Yeah. Okay. Go. Hi, Andy Wagner. My name is Todd McInerney from Kamloops, British Columbia, Canada. I'm a, I've been a role player for the past 20 years. I am very good. Have you ever seen Better Than Baseball Super Soleil Mushroom Blading? I run mushroomblading.com. I also do a podcast on mushroom blading. I can do Mizu's really well, Mizu 540 out. I have done the first and only 362 heel Macchio. Off a grind. Off a grind. And I can also do 720 heel rolls. I can also do many inline skate maneuvers, and I am very good looking. Oh. You got the job. You got the job. God, yeah. Damn it. Yeah, you got the good. Yeah, you got the job. Aragon out. <laughs> yeah, Todd in. Listen, the new Listen. face of razors. <laughs> Listen, everybody. Aragon, I think I've said this one before. He needs a change. He's already out. He he's out. Yeah, of razors. It's on his Facebook. He's retired from razors. Really? Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. Ron really? Aragon retired. <laughs> like he's living in a. A castle, I think. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's, no, it is. He, he, it's on his He is so... <laughs> he's so good and so underrated, and we're just yeah. so used to him Did being he actually awesome. retire? Brian Aragon? Yeah, yeah. It's on his Brian Aragon. It's on his Facebook, yeah. I was so... I'm going to stop this podcast yeah, and read this. this. I was so hoping for him to have his, like, uh, like bearded, long hair escape for a weird company face. Yeah, I've been looking forward to that point with a lot of pros and like I was like, okay, Latimer? Oh, of course. That's a shame. Latimer. Well, yeah, it's a shame that he's like not involved with roleplay anymore, but I'm talking about like his older uh, sections, like his bang, his accidental machines, his words even. Like, yeah, lots of Latimer, yeah. He, beca- he became a wizard. Yeah. He became what I want more rollerbladers to become. Well, unfortunately, he was so far ahead that 
like a lot of good things that come out in skating. People you get, shit talked his words. Oh no, you just get extremely. No, no way. Yeah, when it came out, yeah, no there was. You get ex- shit talked his word sections. It unfortunately within the Welcome container of aggressive skate. skating. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's many things are extremely underappreciated within the container of aggressive skating. Yeah. That there's a reason why Latimer's still not involved in skating. And the first time I saw that section. Goosebumps the entire like remember Brain Fear Gone and like Aaron Feinberg. Yeah. And like your hair would like go go up. It's like Oh my forget. god. Oh my god. There's there's another he's, section. He's the, yeah. I'll never forget. It's one of the best dudes of Latimer's five forty off the bridge. <laughs> It's a one-way ticket. <laughs> you hear the roar of the crowd. <laughs> you can picture the scene. I can't remember who we were with. We were with like Mike Kill or someone, and we realized that they showed like graphics before Dustin Leonard dropped in off the bridge. Where it was like the eye, the eye, like. We started laughing so hard. Someone like sitting around like, yo, we gotta like put graphics from my mind game yeah. but anyways I was gonna say that was one of the best uses still in memory of like having no song and just a trick in slow motion with the natural sound I remember just my jaw dropping on that part yeah. oh hey but like it gosh. the brain feeling gone like the beginning the intro so trick, good like people always got like to the oh, the, like, the point where he jumped from the no no he jumped from the bridge and then like did the 540 right the first trick the 360 he over. Oh my god. Doesn't he go to fakey for a second and then he goes back to forward or? No. Well, no wait, 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 wait. wait, break for gone? Yeah, yeah, the first, first trick he does. First trick he does. He's he goes like. He's skating along he's, a busy yeah, highway. Yeah, on, on a highway. It's like. And just minding his business yeah. and then like. Hey, there's a br- like a bridge, and it's the oh biggest drop because they're filming Ever. from the top. You think yeah. that it's shorter, and then he actually drops he, for longer. Yeah, and then you can just hear people like, "Oh, yeah. people are laughing." It's and it's the long like he's going so fast. It's the long. insane. Yeah, yeah. That can, well, no, no, no. But Volo Five, believe me, you had a really good point <laughs> actually talking about that. This is again like the old structures. That I'm talking about. Well, it's it, it, aggressive skating likes to suck its own dick. It's like, <laughs> wow, everything, everything like aggressive skating is all about its own ego. It's like aggressive skating is a man eating its feet, <laughs> and just like sucking on its feet. Like, <laughs> and, it, and it just went skating, and the feet are like it tastes like blue cheese, and there's the guy is deep throating the feet like. Oh, his only feet. That's what aggressive skating is. You have to thank yourself that you didn't try my skates. Yeah. Today. Was it? it you'd have to go home early. I think. You 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 could develop a rash. What's a brand? A blister. What? What's a brand? Of my skates. Yeah. Oh no, I'm saying like my old my inside. skates. Oh, yeah, okay. or, yeah. Those were yeah. Oh, the red ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, were talking about that. we were talking about that before, like, like you were the kid that showed up in, like, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. Oh, it's uh, his parents can't afford, like, the right gear. Like, the hey, deuce. Jimmy. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to play. 
My skates, Jimmy. Where's <laughs> oh, this is the the new Matt Ledoux pro skates. Like, they're not. <laughs> oh, cool, Jimmy. Uh, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> you got the camera. <laughs> I stated very clearly that those are my temporary skates, and I played my role today, which was cameraman. Yeah. Those suited as a cameraman skater. Yeah. yeah. They come. Up. They come with the camera because you had like red graphics on the camera, yeah. right? And on the lens, so it's perfect. But it don't make sense. I was saying to Todd that like I had the beginner skates and you guys all had the advanced skates. Yeah. We, like we skated those red varsities for a while, and people hated it. The jacket I skates. Josh, yeah, the ja- <laughs> we skated the jacket skates, and I remember Josh like I remember I had a conversation or it got weird and I was like, I don't think he likes me anymore. And I think like Carly brought it up and she said like. Todd doesn't think you like him anymore. And Josh is like, no, I, I like him. I just don't like his skates. <laughs> <laughs> like, so seriously in the Josh way, he meant it. There was a button on that, right? Like the, like yeah. The like the it was like, there was, yeah. a lot of, the there was a lot of stuff that you had to cut off. But they actually, they felt really <laughs> They good. were good skates. They felt really yeah. good. Like, I loved skating in those. Because they were close to the ground. Yeah, uh, really like because they were like good. nice and wide. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were comfortable too. Comfortable. I did. I I never liked the, the heel lock on them. I had like this. The the, I like K two. Oh, the flat. But heel. they're like this. Right. Yeah. And uh, like it's not like they don't have the really good shape in the back. Yeah. That's the only thing. Like. Yeah, that's true. Actually. Yeah. It's like with the ones you were skating today. I just put one on, like just to see how it was. Yeah. And I had this. Like, it feels a little loose sometimes. And yeah, and actually like the hinge point is a bit too uh, low. I wonder if it's that's funny changed. though because I know what you're saying in the K2s, but aren't shadows the same thing where it's it, there isn't a heel lift? Like I like it there on the shadows. There is a lot of heel lift. I, on the shadows? Yeah. Series? Like if you would like see like somebody skating them and film it from behind and actually like take a look at what the your shoe is doing, it goes... Oh, one of my favorite That's things like, is watching people skate in uh, yeah, stride and shadows. Even on like... People trying to get first in shadows is the funniest thing. It's like their toes lift up and they're just doing like... Two conversations. Alert. Sorry, sorry. Oh. Go first. Oh, I was <laughs> just saying like, uh, if you ever watch Jeff Stockwell like try and get speed in his shadows, it's like the most awkward thing. It's like he's doing heel roll, heel roll, like his toes keep coming up yeah. off the ground. Yeah. That's actually the, are probably like one the, of the slowest most, skate there is. They're, yeah, they're the absolutely, I've said it on yeah. the old podcast, they're the worst feeling skates for actual yes. skating yeah. that I've ever tried. But there's, they're, I can agree, they're, they feel slow, but there's something that feels really good. And I'm not talking about I'm talking about like the good shadows, like the good like produced shadows ones. Yeah. There's something like um for, for heel rolls, for certain yeah. tight maneuvers like that, yeah. there's no skate that's better for heel rolls. I've always said those shadows. skates were designed as your feet are on two giant paddles and you're controlling the paddles. Yeah. Your foot isn't in a skate. Yeah. About the about the heel rolls, that's actually just it depends on what how you set it up because you got 